Hey everybody and welcome to Retromania, a retrospective pro wrestling podcast where we wrestle and romanticize with your nostalgia, your throwback wrestling history. Um, we're going right now through the origin of Attitude. I'm your host, Kobe Nida, part of the hosting squad with my co-host as always, Jimmy Price, uh, the other half of the hosting squad. Yes, the hosting squad for life. Um, what have we been going over recently with the origin of Attitude? So we are coming off the heels of SummerSlam and uh, heading into uh, the, the great unknown. I mean, as we're uh, you know currently coming off the heels of this year's SummerSlam, there's always sort of like a the re, the reset button gets hit a little bit. There's some there's some new uh, new pairings, new feuds. Uh, so in '97, we're uh, starting to um, get into that. We're off the heels of uh, HBK, uh, presumably turning heel yeah. uh, and costing Undertaker his WWF title. So okay. there'll there'll be hell to pay there. Um, and now we've got uh, the Brett. best the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Once again, uh, holding the gold. Yeah, and this is great. This is. Um... This is a, a big turning point for the WWF in general. August uh, 1997 is a huge month for them. A lot of things are happening, like we said. Yeah. Uh, we're going on a build for the next pay-per-view, Ground Zero. Yeah. Um, and in this episode, you and I are going to cover a ep- uh, couple episodes of Raw. Mm-hmm. And this is how we're going to do it for now on. Kind of follow the timeline, uh, staggered, like a week behind or so, or yeah. the week of. Yeah. And, uh post what we can follow through the month of yeah 20 years in the future or yeah. 20 years from the future looking into the past retrospectively uh, time, at this origin of attitude time is a flat circle kobe yes time is a flat circle uh, i'm sorry uh but uh yeah we're we're gonna be taking a look at it step for step uh you know please if you want to go back check out some of these matches on the network we're gonna hit you with some of our uh recommendations um and uh sort of hopefully try to relive some of that uh some of the some of that glory yeah and if you guys really want to go back and start from the beginning is the best way to do this uh prologue episode zero we're on molehole radio Absolutely. that's com. uh we're joined by another fleet of other podcasts that are great out there yeah a lot uh, of good stuff on molehole but yeah go back to the Episode zero, the prologue. And then go uh, to episode one. Yeah, two. and then two, and so on, and, and so And then forth. we have a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, we're all over the timeline, uh, mainly focused on this magical year of 1997. Yeah, the bonus episode is uh, the 25th anniversary of SummerSlam. That's SummerSlam 1992, which yeah. is actually today, August right. 31st, as, as we, we record. record. Yeah. Um, do you know what else is today? What else? The one-year anniversary of our Facebook friendship. That's right, Kobe. I saw that today. Hit me in the warm fuzzies. We've been Facebook friends for one year. Uh, here, cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Swig a gas station coffee for the working man. All right. Swig a beer for me. Okay. So at this point, August 4th, 1997, in this timeline where we're at right now, yeah. what's going on in the world is... uh. Skynet, they launch. That's right. This is it. Skynet's live. Yeah, they go live. And uh, Puff Daddy, I'll Be Missing You. That's the number one song right now. Man. 
hear it. I can hear it. <laughs> Were you a fan at all? I loved it. I I still I, I love that whole album. It's it's so good. No Way Out. It's so good. No Way Out is so good. Uh that's cuz that's got um it's got the Maze track on there, Mo Money, Mo Problems, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. That's like I don't know my hip hop very well, <laughs> to say the least. But I, I stand by I stand by that record. That's that's it's okay. fun. That's good times. Uh also um, I like it. Well I'll splice in some uh <laughs> some good hip hop for you. Yeah. Um also going on at the time, Spawn. Spawn. This was released. The okay. actual live action movie. Nice. Uh they had the animation on HBO, if you remember that. I I don't. I'm a, Are you I'm a fan a, at all? I'm a stranger to the world of Spawn. Oh my god, I love Spawn. Yeah. Got to know Spawn. But I yeah. bet you know the next one. Yeah, August first released. Airbud. Ah, oh, the start of a dynasty. Yes, indeed. So and and, uh, so many so many feels. But yeah, that that first Airbud, and I remember wearing out that VHS tape. It's a it's an emotional roller coaster, man. Up and down. It really is. Down and air and bud and yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know what you were doing at this time in 1997? August 1997. I am uh, trying to, you know, get the most out of my summer that's ending. I'm going into second grade. Going into second grade at this point, and um, I don't know. I, I was thinking this the other day of how like how much of my life is just gone. Yeah. memory wise it's kind of it's kind of frightening me too um I, I remember watching watching wrestling i remember watching SummerSlam. uh but yeah nothing no life-changing events for me personally uh just kind of hanging out okay getting fatter turning into a fat kid <laughs> all right morphing into that yeah i morphed into that as well yeah. and a little bit after this time i was uh almost turning 10 yeah it's gonna be the big 10th birthday in october oh, okay. coming up for me so this is my summer before we went back to school and i was able to watch the summer slam and uh enjoy that and uh everything about that but yeah like you said <clears throat> my memory totally gone but watching some of these raws has brought back some of those memories yeah Uh, some some not too good but some (laughs) very good but uh yeah i'm just like some you'd rather not remember yeah yeah um the some of the commercial bumpers that thank god they they leave on um on the network um videos of these episodes are all they they definitely bring me back a good you know i think we mentioned stridex yeah just commercials yeah discovery zone i looked up today because i was watching and they uh they were pushing discovery zone and they had like an exclusive discovery zone wwf poster you could get if you went to discovery zone. no shit yeah and it had uh taker austin and heart on it i think wow and i like went to ebay and i spent about like five minutes uh just trying to find it, like trying every possible combination of like WWF Discovery Zone, uh, WWF Discovery Zone poster, Discovery Zone poster. I couldn't find it, but it looked, it just looked so, it was like perfectly 90s. It was, it was fantastic. That would have been perfect. And that's also something that uh, sounds like it would be sold at the Savage Stash. Yeah. Check them out. Check them <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, that's if the Savage Stash.com. It's yeah. your authentic collectibles for wrestling uh retro apparel and merchandise yeah you can I've, get anything there from like playing cards uh sweet little 
fanny pack that says the savage stash on it they're mm-hmm. in neon green and orange and then yeah. you got some posters some uh match cards some uh, old school some i've seen from like the 70s yeah i love really I, I love that stuff uh some cool hats um but yeah i've got good note get your just uh follow them on on instagram on facebook um or twitter and just uh, set set notifications because they'll periodically uh, post some cool stuff. So I've got sale every now and then. Yeah, yeah. So I've got I've got my notification set. I'm waiting, just waiting because as soon as they post that poster from Discovery Zone, and it could happen at in. any time. It's 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 uh, it's happening. All right. And at, speaking of retro, we do have some of my old action figures here we on do. the table in front of you. Yeah, um, we have. The key players involved, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart's leg is off. That's the 1996 series of toys I think they did. And then we have Stone Cold with jeans because he's not wrestling right now. Yeah, perfect. And then we got Shawn Michaels with the uh, <clears throat> leather chaps and his red Heartbreak Kid apparel. Um, I did have the old blue series that came with Brett and Shawn because I had to get that for the Christmas like in 96. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I had that too. Yeah, he he died. I think he got eaten by dogs. Um, yeah. And then we have Vince McMahon, and then we have last but not least the key player in this next storyline coming up, the Patriot. The Patriot. Yeah. And uh, he's complete with skanking action. Skanking uh, action. Yeah. If you you know kind of the arms go up and down as he twists his torso, um, so it's somewhat you know, somewhat Sami Zayn. So a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Um. Yeah, we we got the whole crew here, and yeah. uh, luckily they're they're on uh, they're on my side of the table, so I can, I can if I get bored, I'm just gonna start having matches. Sweet, yeah. Well, hopefully I don't board. <laughs> hopefully I don't bore you guys too much. <laughs> trying to make it more entertaining for everybody and us as well. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's get into these raws. We let's, got three to cover, and uh, continue with our storyline: the origin of attitude. Let's do it. All right. Um, yeah, this is, um, this raw 221, we're in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We're going to get right into it. Yeah. Um, this is the night after SummerSlam. And of course they've hyped the new commissioner that's going to be here tonight. Who's it going to be? I don't know. Is it going to be Jack Tunney? Maybe. (laughs) I loved him. Oh, he was the best. I like those times. King, uh, and JR and Vince are, are commentary team love it love it the classic team yep uh and jr introduces the new wwf champion it's brett the hitman Hart, and he's out with the foundation and there's a lot of austin signs and i noticed that there's like a couple brett like brett's gonna get it brett sucks yeah like those type of signs so it's it's working yeah yeah definitely um, they recap SummerSlam and what happened with the Shawn Michaels chair shot to the Undertaker. Yeah, which um, Bret Hart sh- spit. Well, I, I wonder if he would have shit in Shawn Michaels' face if, <laughs> if he could have gotten away with it. He probably would have. Yeah. Um, no, Bret the Hitman Hart uh, spits in Shawn Michaels' face, and Shawn Michaels swings with the chair and cracks Undertaker instead of Bret. Yeah. And uh, then we have. Sean reluctantly counting the one, two, three. Yep. Uh, Perfect ending. Uh, So they go through all that. Brett says that he's proved that he's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be against 
Sean and Taker. I love how he has the against. Everyone is against me. Yeah. Him and Jericho, they got the yeah. again and the against. Yeah. Yeah, they really play play that up. Yeah. Um, he stood by his word and his agreement for, for his match, and Sean was against him the entire time. And you know it, and I know it, and Sid doesn't know shit. <laughs> That's the only reason he's standing here as the WWF. That's the he's just the yeah, WWF. He right is now. the WWF. He's bigger than the title. He's the whole damn yes. company. And it's because he's smarter. <laughs> Certainly is, Mr. WWF. Um and he wants Sean out. So uh he wants him out of the country, out of the WWF. Um JR goes straight to the Patriot na- match announcement. Says he pins Brett last week. Yep. That surprise roll up, which happened. The Patriot did pin Brett. Uh, but Sean was kind of in the mix, you know? Yeah, yeah, it definitely uh, provided the distraction there. Uh, Brett says it was a fluke and Sean was involved. And you know it! And I know it! And Sid doesn't know shit. <laughs> uh, and he segues uh, from American values to Bulldog going against Ken and Pillman. And Pillman and the Hart Foundation don't wear dresses. And he's a man. And he's the new sheriff around. Yeah. And, uh... He's going to make that clear. Um, yeah. Sheriff outranks commissioner in exactly. uh, any wrestling organization. He's the new champion. He's the WWF, and he is the sheriff. The sheriff. Um, and he segues into Owen. Owen takes the mic, and then he replays the footage of uh, him tombstoning Austin. It's crucial, man. Dumps him right on his head, yeah. And uh, they don't shy away from this, obviously. Playing the footage on the on the uh, Titantron and just immediately working it into the angle. Uh, they, they sort of had no other option, but you have to wonder if this happened, you know, God forbid, to somebody else in, in today's PG setting, if it would be, you know, storyline that quickly the next night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think they would tweet it immediately an hour after yeah and then show the injury yeah uh, like they did with seth rollins Ooh, yeah but did he come out the night after i think he was a little bit it was away for a bit right so yeah he he might have come out to cut a promo before he dropped the title you're talking about when he blew his knee out right? yeah yeah he might have done a promo before the title was vacated i don't think that he did though i okay. think they just announced the the title was vacated and that was that um but yeah he was gone he was off tv for for several months yeah and uh this is really yeah like you said this is different because austin is going to be doing physicality in a way yeah and he's really really hurt legit hurt um in owens i mean in austin's book he's talking about how he's got a burning sensation all around him you know he doesn't know anything and it's like his shoulders hurt everything hurts on him uh, yeah his legs you know yeah he would he would not be in the building for raw if this if this had happened you know in 2017 yeah it essentially See. compressed his spine yeah um crazy so they get that footage going and owen says that he's the reason stone cold uh one because he showed compassion and he's and Stone Cold's a crippled freak, and he wants Austin to give up the IC belt. And Jr. calls out Slaughter, the new commissioner, Sergeant Slaughter. Holy shit! 
Sergeant Slaughter comes out and he tells Hart that he's the new sheriff. He's the new sheriff. Yeah. And he says the Patriot will face Brett for the WWF title at Ground Zero. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and you, Bulldog, you will have a match soon with Shamrock. And you, Pillman, you will wear a dress yeah. tonight. Whoa, the crowd pops big for that. This is a big time for, like, a guy to wear a dress. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, Nowadays, I don't think it would... It wouldn't... Yeah, it wouldn't really be... I don't know. They, it's hard to explain how they... It's, it, it was a different time. This was, like... Um, the kind of heat it got then, I don't think it would get now. Yeah. But they pop big for it. Yeah. And then he says, and I'm, you, Owen Hart, who considers calling people by their full name. I love it. Yeah. And you, Owen Hart, especially <laughs> when we're yelling at them. It's like they're fun. Uh, you will have another rematch when the doc approves and, and st- Stone Cold said so. He like flubs over it, <laughs> yeah. but he still gets it done. How great would it be if he used their middle names too? <laughs> and you, Owen James Hart. I don't know if that, I think that might be his middle name of that 100%. But yeah, but that like would, a parent. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, Stone Cold's music hits. The fans go nuts because he's here. He's all right. Uh, he says, it doesn't matter if you dropped him on the head. The fact that you dropped me on my head don't mean a damn thing. Uh, and you're stupid because you didn't take advantage of the job and get it done. And you're a loser because it runs through your veins. Jeez, and he's going to open up a can of whoop-ass on him, and that's the bottom line. The music hits. Crazy. This yeah. is about the 15-minute intro overall. Yeah. So yeah. we're getting into that phase in 1997 where it's blended for nearly the past 20 years. You know, this is the same format that they're using now. Yeah, definitely. Not not changed very much. It, it is interesting, and I might have touched on this in a previous episode, but um, like the, the, the idea that JR was in the ring to conduct an interview versus somebody just coming out and picking up a microphone, um, I think that felt a little bit more natural, like a little bit more like yeah. how, how it should work. Yeah. But that's, you know, that was, this was, this was 97 even was sort of the dying days of that, you know, those, that type of in-ring promo. I, I kind of preferred that. Yeah. To yeah. be honest, in my opinion. Yeah. But, it felt, it felt more legit. And I mean, half the time they would just kick the interviewer out anyway. Right. Um, but it, it but was, it gives reason and purpose to it. I think yeah, now in t- yeah. 2017, it kind of jumps the gun and we're, we're skipping points that are, are pivotal to storylines or storytelling. Yeah. Uh, the guy just comes out with his music and, he starts spitting on the mic about the other guy. It's like, wait, who allowed him to come exactly, out and yeah. run the beginning of the fucking show? Exactly. Seth Rollins just took up 20 minutes at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Triple H just took up 25 minutes. At who the put him on the, the list? Show, right. Who put him on the list? And how much time is he getting? Somebody light him. Why is nobody playing him off like yeah. at the Oscars or something? <laughs> Uh, that'd be interesting if they did that. Well, yeah. I mean, they have cut people off. Oh yeah, in a way yeah. like that, where they're just like, nah, nah. But they like the talking. It it, it draws out the show. But I, I like we've said. I think they miss key points. Um, and this was nice when we got those interviews. But this is the start of the new trend in WWF later to WWE, for sure. Uh, next up, Vince advertises Ahmed versus Chains. My notes that just says. Vince advertises Ahmed vs. Chains, LOL. <laughs> uh, and we hear from Shawn Michaels later. 
Yeah. Ooh. We're going to get a fan's reaction from SummerSlam. It's interesting. Some intelligent uh, viewpoints coming from the from the drunk masses outside of the Meadowlands. Shawn Michaels is stupid. Undertaker would have had it. Yeah. His allergies. Then we get a Nation of Domination promo. And it's a setup for the triple threat street fight that's going to be between uh, Farouk, Crush, and Sabio. And Ahmed is he's hot in the nation. He's got that choker on yeah. that says his name on it. <laughs> he's like at the end, he's like, "Take the take the boy out the street, but you can't take the street out the boy." Yeah, sweet, thanks, Ahmed. How true. I really liked him when I was younger. Did you? Um. You know, I, I was never like, like he was just like a really intense dude, but he, I felt I, I like watching him when I was younger. Like I didn't, I wasn't getting like any character mm-hmm. coming across. Like there was nothing for me to latch onto. Um, it is you know, Pearl the Pearl River Plunge is is a hell of a move. Deadly. Yeah. Get a nice look too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This uh, NOD is the black electrical tape look. It's just tightening it over whatever ends of the muscles. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be good for your circulation. Can't be. Can Ahmed. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> next up we get Ken Shamrock versus Kama Mustafa. Woo! Right. Kick-punch match, and they hype Austin with the neck injury during the match. And then our boys, which we're going to focus on next season again, yeah, uh, Los Bariquas, they yes. come out. <laughs> Bariquas forever. Yes, indeed. We're gonna get to that. Don't yeah. don't you guys worry. I've been so many hours of research. You guys have no idea. Miguel, Jesus, <laughs> Savio. Forget the last guy. It's the greatest story ever told. Oh yeah, gang warfare. Um. <clears throat> Los Pericos come out and they double suplex comma and then a belly belly suplex from uh, Ken Shamrock to comma when he comes back in one, two, three, Ken Shamrock wins. Yep. Nice. Uh, then we are backstage and we see a door that says Brian Pillman and it's the dressing room. Looks so cheesy, but yeah. And then they advertise Bracus. Bracus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cannot wait. Yeah. Vignettes every week for this guy. And um, what a, underwhelming run he ends up happening like i I, i'd completely forgotten about brackus before we uh had mentioned him on an earlier episode and i looked at his wikipedia page today and his his wrestling career was was very very short-lived i think he had more matches in ecw they eventually send him to ecw uh to work on his stuff and uh maybe like i'd be surprised if it even appears yeah yeah (laughs) um it's interesting the story of Brackus. Yeah, it's season, kind of like um, that's season three. <laughs> oh, season of Brackus, but we can kind of do it with like uh, who's the guy from Survivor Series that was against Lex Luger, um, Ludwig Borga. Oh yeah, Ludwig kind of reminds me of that, but Definitely. not you know Ludwig Borga, Brackus, Heidenreich, and <laughs> Vladimir Kozlov. Yeah, it's like continuous. They keep trying and to do Rusev. it. And then Rusev. Yeah, they oh. all form a faction. Yeah, yes, Russia now. Yeah, I think Rusev stands out head and shoulders above the rest, but he could be he could be the leader. 
and yes. it could be like five generations of failed foreign heels. I have mad respect for Rusev, but yeah. Uh, FFS, failed foreign heel. Oh, FFH. For fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. That's their slogan. Or that's their, like, yeah, their little catchphrase. FFH, FFS. Um, after the Brackus advertisement, we're out to Tony Chimmel. I, early Chimmel. Yeah, early. Early Chimmel. We'll call him that for no one. Yeah. Uh, early Chimmel's are there, and we hear, I know you want me. It's sunny. She's out. Sweet. Yeah. I love this as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was flipping back and forth um, to WCW at the time. And um, this was a big night for WCW. So I didn't really watch this episode too much. Um, this was the night Lex Luger was going to face Hulk Hogan for the title. Oh, wow. And then he ended up winning the title. Yeah. Uh, this kind of is weird in the storyline of that whole NWO thing because Hulk Hogan had had the title for over a year at this yeah. point. And then Sting started coming back. Yeah. And then Luger just wins the title. Yeah. Just and for then they hot shot it just back forth. <sighs> just a ratings grab. Just yeah. Bischoff being Bischoff. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Yeah, so Sonny is out. And she is going to announce the contestants for this match rather than referee. Uh, last time we saw a referee. Yeah. It's going to be Taka Michinoku and Brian Christopher. All right. Yeah. Slight heavyweight division is coming back, I guess. Yeah. Not really. Uh, they're trying. They're trying. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 you know, seeing what's going on in WCW with the cruiserweights and, and trying to throw their hat in that ring. But, um, the depth isn't really there with the roster. I mean, Taka was a great get, um, but there's just But he not. wasn't a good Taka. Yeah. Yeah. Talker. Sorry. Taka. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible <laughs> joke. Um, yeah. Uh, and Brian Christopher, they didn't have too many light heavyweight people. We'll later, we'll later see Scott P- Putsky. Yes. So, yeah. But he's not really a lightweight, and he doesn't last long. Yeah. And we're... So far away from S.A. Rios. Oh, yeah. But he does wrestle a few times uh, because he's from the AAA. He's uh, yeah Aguilera. Oh, that's right. So right. He, he'll be yeah. in a few matches, uh, few and far between um, Shotgun Saturday Night or Superstars and dark matches for the pay-per-views. And then later on, WWF will have uh, Super Astros. And it's a show that they do with AAA uh, talent and talent that they reserved. Wow. Yeah. I actually yeah. Didn't, didn't know about that at all. Crazy. Um, Brian is in charge of this match, Brian Christopher. Um, and he goes for Dos Amigos. Two, two, germ, two big suplexes. Uh, but on the last one, he gets cocky and Taka hooks the leg, rolls him up. One, two, three. Wow, Lawler is upset and he's distracting the ref. I don't know why he's distracting the ref when it's post match, but uh, yeah. Brian beats <laughs> down Taka and he slingshots him over the ring. And Taka doesn't take a terrible bump like he did for the Royal Rumble, where he smacked his face, but he goes right on his fucking tailbone. Yeah, looks uh, painful anyhow. But uh, yeah, Jr's like, "What a sore loser, the King's son." <laughs> yeah, they're bringing up the whole thing with that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think one of the cool things about this is Lawler is still denying up and down that, that Christopher is his son Yeah, at this point, which is pretty entertaining. 
He's helping him. He's pushing him on the commentary, you know. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not his son, though. <laughs> um, 30 minutes into the show, Slaughter is outside Pillman's door. Pillman! Brian Pillman! Brian Lee Pillman! <laughs> <laughs> it's Commissioner Slaughter. Commissioner something something Slaughter. Whatever his first and last name. Uh, yeah, Pillman opens the door, and he's like, he's not going to... Um, uh, Slaughter says, here's your dress. Pillman's response to Slaughter is, I know you like to push your privates up to get your jollies off, but you're not pushing my privates into anything. Slaughter replies, you're going to wear this dress every week until you beat somebody, and if you don't, you're out of here. You're suspended. Well, is he out of here or is he suspended? Yeah. Make your mind up, Commissioner, not but very either clear. or. Yeah. Not, not a great first day on the job for, no. for uh, Commissioner Slaughter. See, he's a good foil later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we go to a commercial and we prep for the Sean bit and Austin and Owen are going to meet later on. Wow. Yeah. Austin's going to wrestle. Uh, then back we have an ad for Ground Zero. It's the first ad, I think, for the pay-per-view. But yeah, looks great. Looks like a big nuclear explosion. Kind of a foreshadowing right now. <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole that and that and like the uh, the title of the pay-per-view and it being, you know in September. It's just it's this is strange. It's a little eerie. It's a little eerie. <clears throat> All right. So uh Triple H out with China. And there's actually a sign for Triple H from a chick. Um Vader out with Paul Bear and it's a nothing match. Paul Bear trips trips. He trips trips. Trips trips. Uh from the outside and it gets a huge pop because China is coming around from behind and at this time like the crowd is loving China's physicality and like involvement in the matches because it's yeah. a chick, like you know. Yeah, and I mean, I think she's getting heat just for being, you know, just based on her appearance of being like so built and and huge. Like people aren't used to seeing females, even in even in the world of wrestling, um, you know, have that type of uh, that type of physique and that type of uh, physicality as as you uh, mentioned. Also, I don't know if you were like me and uh, some of my. School friends, is she a dude or? A girl? <laughs> I remember she, some is of he a girl. Some of that chatter, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Hunter knew. Hunter knew. Uh, <clears throat> so, China comes from behind. Hmm. Paul Bearer then drops. Uh, up. She <laughs> comes from behind Paul Bearer, and then she drop kicks him, and he sells by hitting his head on the railing as he falls. Uh, Triple H and Vader are outside, and Triple H launches himself at Vader, but he ducks, and Triple H hits the ring post. It's like a famous Triple H spot now. Yeah. yeah. Um, then um, we get Vader tossed into the steel steps, and we get a double count out. Triple H and China get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it. But uh, when the steel steps flipped, I noticed something. Yeah. They were blue underneath, but then they were spray-painted silver and then spray-painted black. So these are still the stairs the that same, they've been using. Same fucking stairs. <laughs> Crazy. Man, these things can take a beating, can't yeah. they? <laughs> um, up next, we have the Patriot against the Sultan. And Pillman will be in a dress. And they advertise Money Talks with Charlie Sheen and Chris Tucker. Do you wow. remember that movie? Yeah, I vaguely remember it. Terrible. Yeah. I think I was a fan as a kid. And I was really looking forward to it because I thought Chris Tucker... It was yeah. funny. I thought Charlie Sheen was cool. Yeah. Both are crackheads. 
And I think it got overshadowed by Rush Hour, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rush Hour came out later, but yeah, yeah. This is like a precursor to uh, Rush Hour. This is like the... It's money talks. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's so like in the vein. They're trying to cast Chris Tucker with somebody, and yeah, yeah. It's poorly. I mean, sadly enough, Charlie Sheen won't sell that many movies, but Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, yeah, popular at this time. Yeah, loved Rubble in the Bronx and <laughs> all those films. Yeah, man. Back from the break, and the Sultan comes out, and he's getting ready to face the Patriot, and then we have the Patriot backstage pre-match. And he says that he even agrees with Bret Hart and some of his points of view on the USA. So he's like, yeah, I agree. There are some problems. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I I don't agree with everything, but uh, uh, one of the problems is Bret. (laughs) Okay. Kind of saved it, I guess. But he tells him to love it or leave it. I'm getting so fucking tired of that. Love it or leave it. Love it or leave it. Love leaving it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It wasn't a fluke win. And every yeah, every match, every guy has an opportunity. And he's right. That's the art of wrestling. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, and he's going to face the Sultan. And he knows he's undefeated, but he's going to face Brett. And Brett's going to see. And Patriot comes out to Kurt Angle's music. Yeah, metal. Mm. Very first. I think this is the first time they broke it out. Um but I do. Do you remember Kurt Angle showing up and immediately connecting that and like that's whoa. I do not. Yeah, I didn't I, put that together. Yeah, I remember like wondering like, oh, I guess so. I guess they're just gonna they're just gonna use this guy's music. I guess the Patriots not coming back. Yeah, it, um, it didn't stick with me. I guess yeah. I didn't really recognize the Patriots music too much. Yeah, or there. I think there, it's a, so they, much time had lapsed for me. Yeah, yeah. I think they they mixed it a little bit different for Angle, but it's it's more or less the same song. Yeah. Um, Sultan's attire, man, that mask that Fatu had to wear and the ponytail hanging in the back. Jesus Christ, not sorry. flattering. Uh, Sultan hits the Patriot with the flag and takes advantage, and then he gets the fist from the Patriot firing back. King says, I don't know about you, but anybody who drapes herself in an American flag, uh, as famous uh, wise man Samuel Johnson said that patriotism is the very last refuge of a scoundrel. Wow. What a... What a quote. What yes. a way, what a quote to drop it there. It echoes 20 years to this yeah. day. Yeah. Holy oh. shit. Patriot wins with a full Nelson slam. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Just fucking symbols for it. Grabs Fatu, full Nelson slams, ends the undefeated streak of uh, the Sultan, and that's it. The Foundation, they come down right after, and Brett and the Patriots stand off. And then Bre- Brett, Brett? Brett? Brett just turns his back on the Patriot, and the crowd chants USA. And uh, Patriot comes down with a double axe handle off the ring and the refs have to separate them. They're brawling. The crowd is chanting USA again, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, really hyped. Yeah. Then we get an intro and just weird that the Patriot would attack Brett with his back turned. Yeah. Not fair. It's like today's faces. Exactly. (laughs) Anyhow, this is the turning point. This is where like faces are heelish tactics and heels do true things and yeah yeah definitely um yeah we get into the intro for Warzone. this is how raw 
and WWF kind of capitalized on the ratings because they split their show between two different shows. So they did they they had different quarterly hours rather than WCW booking it straight three hours or straight two right, hours. Right. Smart, just smart. Uh, they do fireworks again for the other intro. So boom, 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 lighten up these fireworks. Yeah, it's a completely different show. Where are completely we today? Completely different no show. No fireworks. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they hype Stone Cold against Owen again and Pillman in the dress. Then Vince is out with his raw black denim suede jacket, whatever the fuck it is. So fresh. Uh, he says, he is the most flamboyant. Pause. Woo. But unquestionably the most controversial athlete in the WWF. John He did that pause for the he is the most flamboyant. Um, I recently listened to a uh, riff of Bill Burr. Are you a fan at all? I am, yeah. He was going on talking about he was at a Lady Gaga concert and uh, just the epic pausing for that musicians and performers do. They're like, you know, I really wanted to say. And everybody goes, <laughs> ah! you know, yeah, it's yeah, all just pause. The let it breathe. Yep. Wait for the pop. <laughs> and that's true in wrestling. Yeah. You do def- have to wait for the pop. Definitely. Um, Vince knocked it out the park here. Sean is out taking his button shirt off immediately coming down the ramp and he's got short black cargo shorts on and leather loafers with no socks. Yeah. Fuck you. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just um he is off. Yeah. He's like I'm on vacation, he's Jack. Way off. He's off somewhere. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, the all, like the epitome of like dad who doesn't give a shit attire. <laughs> Showing up to the soccer game yeah. late, stoned, <laughs> got a couple beers deep. Um, he poses and he gets fireworks. Fuck, everybody's got everybody's got pyro, man. Uh, Vince brings up the mixed reaction from the crowd. Wow, and uh, we can go straight to the audio from Sean on this one. For themselves 
and pass the buck on to the heartbreak kid because everybody knows I don't give a damn what anybody thinks of me. Shut up. I went out there last night for the first time in my career, put on a referee's shirt, and did one hell of a job. I called it down the middle, right or wrong. Yes, you did. Exactly. Well, may, I, may I ask you a pertinent question, please? Yeah, cough it up. All right. It's on a lot of people's minds. Is something like this as controversial as it always is? Are you in any way in cahoots with Bret Hart? As preposterous as that may sound, a lot of people are wondering that. You know, I've always known you were a Nimrod, but now you have convinced me that you are the dumbest son of a bitch I have ever met in my life. Well, first of all, I don't appreciate that. Let's get that straight, okay? And in addition... Vince is so pissed Excuse me while I shudder in my loafers, big man. Well, you just might be shuddering come September 7 when you step into this ring with The Undertaker. That's when you're going to be shuddering. Shades of Vince. He walks off. Get your ass out of here. You can move it or lose it, McMahon. Let me tell everybody what the story is. I am not in any way, shape, or form in cahoots with Bret Hart. It is no secret that Bret Hart doesn't like me. Bret Hart doesn't respect me. But one thing is for damn sure. Bret Hart needs me. Because I am the only man in the World Wrestling Federation that has beat his ass. And that is the truth. And Undertaker, Undertaker, you and I, for as long as we've been in the World Wrestling Federation, have never crossed paths. Except for now. She's very indignant. I want to tell you people something. Undertaker, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, lays down for absolutely no one. I don't do it for Bret Hart. I don't do it for you. I don't do it for the fans of the World Wrestling Federation. I don't do it for anybody. Undertaker, the next time you see Shawn Michaels, his super... I've given you, and this is the respect that you give me. Each and every one of you can go to hell. Undertaker, the next time you see me, 
Epic Sean promo right there. He's getting pissed off. He's definitely turning this heel thing up. Um, the Undertaker comes out and Sean just runs off. Yeah. <laughs> so we get promo to promo. This is how they did it before, like you said, where the guy just grabs the stick. <laughs> comes down for an interview. Oh, you're next for the interview. Better run. Yeah. Uh, so maybe there is truth to what they're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. This that that isn't. This is the the, the flip the flip side of that. That isn't so natural. Yeah, got a little bit more organic or natural stuff to it. Like I said, um, Undertaker cuts a promo saying he's been talking too much lately as his character, and he's right. Tells Sean that he's going to rest in peace, which I never really understood from the Undertaker. Why would you want somebody to rest in? peace like i mean i get it you're killing them but yeah at the same time it's kind of like you're sending them off nicely yeah well i mean you know he's got that he's got that funeral parlor business in his blood you know he wants you know once he's making a side yeah once once the job is done you know he wants a very uh you know very restful peaceful uh send-off you know does the service gets paid on the side yeah exactly yeah yeah I figured if he were more heel, he would say, burn in hell. But that could be like Kane's slogan, but I don't know. He gets into some pretty evil shit here in a couple years, so. But yeah, rest in peace is not, it sounds intimidating, but it's like also kind of nice. Nice send off for the guy. Thank you. I hope when the time comes, we all all rest in peace. (laughs) Um, Paul Bearer comes on the screen. He says he was with Kane last night. He says Kane is coming for the dead man. He's been waiting. He's coming. He's coming. Yes. Yes. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I want to splice that for a fucking orgasm scene. Yeah. The, like, this was like, I was watching this episode um, uh, with my girlfriend. <laughs> and like she was reading she was reading and like doing something and uh like that was like the one part where she looked up and like what like what's what's going on here yes make fun of it i was with kane last night and he's ready he's ready to come he's waited 20 years to face his brother he's coming dead man bethany call me a liar but kane's coming he's coming Undertaker's theme hits and he's out. Then we get the nation with Ahmed's music mixed. I like this one. Yeah. We are the nation. It's a shame they didn't get more mileage out of it because it's pretty good.
unbelievable Ahmed Johnson. Has he ever put together or what? Along with the entire nation of Foundation. Liked it, yeah. yeah. I'm in with that choker on, <laughs> in the black electrical tape. <laughs> then we go to Commissioner Slaughter, and he's with the doctors, and we're gonna cut to that audio. Well, uh, Mr. Austin uh, has a condition called spinal uh, shock syndrome, okay, which has affected his neck as well as his lower brain aspects, which affects his upper back muscles and his arms, okay, which uh, is recommended strongly okay, that he does not do any wrestling. With your professional opinion, you're telling me that Steve Austin should not wrestle tonight. Absolutely. No wrestling tonight. Thank you for your opinion. So, like the doctor said, man, this is fucking serious. And like we spoke about it earlier, this is the this is the end for the Stone Cold Steve Austin version one. Exactly, yeah. Technical wizard Steve Austin is is pretty much done from this point forward. Um, but he's able to, uh, just really, you know, crank up the volume on his character that's already been building for the last, you know, year, year and a half. And then also, uh, become one of the best brawlers that the, that the industry has ever seen. So he he ends up being okay, but yeah, this is, this is the turning point in his career for sure. (sighs) Sad day, but next match leading up. That's right, it's Ahmed Chains. Chains comes out, and it's a nothing match. Two minutes, Ahmed wins. Los Barricos, they came out forever. Yeah. Started messing with Chains' bike and uh, distracted him long enough for Ahmed to do the Pearl River Plunge. He gets the win. And they come back and they chase off Jose and Savio, and the nation comes down. And they all do the pose with Ahmed, and then they beat him down. Yeah. Switch real soon. He just, you know, he got his new gear and everything and had it for a couple weeks and then just... That choker, man. Yeah, I think the choker's probably what did it. Yeah. Um, sad day for Ahmed. Yeah. But uh, he, he he's, in real life, I think, injured at this point. Yeah, his his knee is still uh, giving him all kinds of problems, so uh, he's, he's going to be taking some time off here. So this is the way to uh, write him off. Yeah. Sad career, like up and down for Ahmed, honestly. Yeah. Never really, you know, they, they were ready to put everything behind him, but due to, you know, injuries, like he had the, the kidney injury, uh, early on in his career. And that was a big deal. Um, and then he comes back and he's getting some more steam and then, you know, screws his knee up. So yeah, it's unfortunate for him. Cause I mean, he, he had all the tools and God knows Vince was behind him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, just ended up you know bad timing and and injuries will take anybody down. Yep, unfortunate Ahmed, but uh, we'll see him back eventually. Think, think so. Um, next up, we get the Godwins and the Headbangers. Sweet, that's a hot tag to Mosh at the end. He surprises Phineas with an O'Connor roll, but Henry breaks it up. Then we get the slop drop. Yeah, Phineas covers Mosh. We get the one, two, three. Three minutes, 51 seconds. Yeah. Nothing. Then we have Goldust Marlena coming down ringside, and Goldust is hanging major brain out that outfit. I'm sorry. I can just see his whole dick and balls. (laughs) That thing is too much. I don't know if he's not wearing underwear or what's going on with it, but, yeah, I just noticed it. I'm sorry. Uh, Pillman's horrible music hits. 
and they're aiming at the curtain and Slaughter pushes Brian Pillman out and Brian Pillman's in a dress. It's not weird at all. No. Not to me. Oh, not really. You know, he's you know, it's nice it's a nice gold dress. It's you know, it's classy. Yeah. It's a classy little little number. Uh Pillman gets fired up against Bob Holly. That's his opponent. Uh Holly misses an Alabama jam. Pillman is kind of getting distracted. Goldust and Marlena, they're hanging her bra out their ringside. <laughs> uh Pillman goes to confront them and then he gets counted out. Two minutes thirty seconds. Nothing. Uh, so Pillman's going to have to keep wearing the dress. So he's pissed about that for another week. Yeah. Then they announced that they'll have dude love in the place of Austin tonight. Whoa. All right. Sweet. Nice little switch, I guess. Yeah. Uh, come back from the commercial and Vince is in Brett's face asking him if he thinks he can do whatever he wants. Cause Vince is, I mean, Brett's come down for commentary and like we cut to it and Vince is just like, you think you can do whatever you want? Like just yeah. like leaning and just like cut straight to the argument. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Brett is here um, just ringside with the headphones, just doing the commentary. Yeah. He's like, fuck it. You know, everybody else, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little color commentary. Yeah. He's been doing a lot of that lately. Uh, Owen Hart out with his slammies. Two, two time, two time. Yeah. Brett says the heart's, that's their problem. Sometimes they show a little too much heart. Wow. Pun maybe intended? Possibly, but also foreshadowing. True. Uh, dude Love out with his tag title. And uh, Brett mentioned something about the IC title here, and Vince is like, what are you talking about? That's the <laughs> tag title. I think he thought maybe like Dude Love was going to defend the IC title for... For Stone Cold, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I could kind of see like why he would think that with the match supposed to, you know, it was originally going to be Austin and Owen again. But at the same time, paid. Just please watch the show. Watch your damn fucking product. <laughs> please watch the product. Uh, to Champ, <laughs> you are the WWF. Yeah, that's the worst. When you, I mean, yeah. I guarantee Brock is not watching or keeping. Up. Oh no, he's like, who am I facing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, two obvious plants in the front row. With dude right. love tattoos and dancing. And yeah. I think I've seen one of the girls in a film. I mean, uh, seen her before. I think I've seen her before. Yeah. Somewhere. Maybe. One of them is Foley's, McFoley's wife, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I think the blonde is, is uh, Nicolette uh, Foley. Okay. I and might... she was uh, before like in the White Snake video or something like that? Yeah. Or... She might have been in. I know she was a model. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, yeah. She... Um, she she probably was in in some uh, some music videos. Yeah. Um, dude, love. He's got his summer of love shirt on. So fresh, nice. Yeah. Stone Cold is shown backstage watching on a monitor, but it's not like the big TV screen monitors that they do nowadays. Yeah. He's kind of crouched in the chair with a little portable TV. Yeah. It's a good thing it's not the the you know today's you know backstage shots because they would have had his neck like cranked <laughs> all the way to the left for some reason because that's how everybody's watching the TV, um, and then he probably would have actually broken his neck and never wrestled again. <laughs> have you seen that new? Uh, there's an image of someone watching the TV from the Raw. But then it's another image of somebody else watching the TV <laughs> from the Raw, and then another, and then another. And no, then another. that's awesome. It's though. amazing. Yeah. 
Uh, they do that shot so much. It's become so, like we said, this format is like such 20 cliche, years now. Such a cliche. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Bret Hart calls <laughs> Dude Love's character stupid um, on the comedy, on, on the commentary. Um, we're back in the ring, and Owen delivers a missile drop kick, and he kips up. It's awesome. And um, <clears throat> it's a lot like uh, Daniel Bryan, you know, yeah. the way he did that. Yeah. Owen and Zaguri's dude off the apron and brings him inside for a flying elbow for a one, two. And then here comes Bulldog out. And as he distracts Slaughter, uh, Owen distracts the referee. Brett says, oh, look, I got a, my shoes untied. He runs and he grabs dude and slams him right into the ring post. Uh, then he places him back in the ring. Owen locks on the sharpshooter. And then here comes Austin. And he's like walking down. You can tell he's ginger as yeah, hell right here. Yeah. Uh, he grabs a slammy trophy off the table and tries to start a problem between he and Brett. And while the referees and agents uh, and Slaughter are trying to stop all this, Austin hits Owen, like decks him in the head. It's a nice little angle that they have the view. And he hits him with the Slammy Award. And the ref, Tim White, just jumps in as uh, Owen's covered by Dude Love. One, two, three, Dude Love wins nine minutes. And the end is uh, Brett checking on Owen's head to see if he's been cut. (laughs) And Dude leaves. Or no, Dude does not leave. Dude is in the ring and he's celebrating with his tag team championship and two of the plants that were in the front that yeah. come in and they start the riding him yeah yeah obviously his wife i'm pretty sure is kissing him i don't know if he would let the other lady do that well, his wife's there yeah yeah uh just the one thing the fact that you know we talked about how austin is on the show the night after is is, is huge and just like the pop the pop that he gets when he first comes out during the promo and then again for the main event or you know definitely the two biggest pops of the night um and just that it's, it's just it's so remarkable it's something that i didn't necessarily remember that oh yeah he was on raw the next night just something yeah. that would not happen and probably shouldn't happen you know it's probably for good reason that that wouldn't happen but the fact that he was even out there you know it's crazy yeah um sprawl is decent I, yeah i didn't mind it Mostly Fallout, yeah, mostly promos. Um, but good to watch for a Fallout um, yeah. paper, uh, Raw. Sorry. Definitely, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's go on to the next one. Raw 222. This is yes. August 11th, 1997. The intro is talking about the recent events that say the new faces have come to authority. You know, obviously they're talking about the commissioner, Slaughter. Yep. And we're getting flashbacks of what's going on with all these matches, these rules, the the, the continuing storylines, basically. One week ago at SummerSlam, the hitman Bret Hart captured the WWF title for an unprecedented fifth time. And one night later, declared himself the new law of the land. Because there's a new boss in town. There's a new sheriff. However, riding high on the authority of a controversial decision he made a night earlier. There's a Shawn Michaels decided that it was he who would now rule with an iron fist. Are you in any way in cahoots with Bret Hart? You have convinced me that you are the dumbest 
to have ever met in my life. Get your out of here. With the future of the World Wrestling Federation in jeopardy and perhaps even hanging in the balance, it was a familiar face who stepped forward and wasted no time in seizing it in the name of justice. You are the new sheriff in town. I am. And I made the rules of the World Wrestling Federation, not you. And seized it back, he did. When all was said and done, it seemed apparent that the inmates were once again locked away safely in the asylum. Or were they? Tonight, the question looms large. Is all quiet on the front, or is all hell about to break loose? Get out of here. You want to get out of here, please? Get the hell out of here. Kind of the thing I liked about the wrestling is the inmates on running the asylum. Like, I, I, I like a author, authority figure, but to an extent. Yeah, yeah. You like a more laissez-faire approach to your uh, wrestling authority figures if they I, were to I keep agree it, if they were to keep it more athletic based um or i mean sports oriented based not like i got a problem with the like the the i'm talking to the authority figure saying like well i don't like you because you're a heel and you're a face you right. know i'll support you like more like a like at a sports standpoint yeah yeah definitely or yeah. even more like a jack tunney where jack tunney would only show up if it was like a a big a dispute. Yeah, yeah. Correct. All right. So fireworks again. Boom, 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 boom. Crazy crowd. We're in Biloxi, Mississippi. Biloxi. And then the most boisterous. <laughs> JR introduces Shawn Michaels. He comes down with his brown leather loafers with no socks, green polo, khaki shorts. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Again, just the just you know the uh, like the the shirt withstanding, just the ultimate, just like fuck you, dad. He's like, yeah, I did about a seventy six today. He's <laughs> talking about his strokes in golf. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so Jr. introduces Shawn Michaels, um, and Vince says again, he's the most flamboyant and controversial superstar in the WWF. And he says some controversial shit in this promo. Yeah, and he'll be back tonight. Yeah. We're going to cut to this audio uh, right now. Shawn Michaels, the most flamboyant but unquestionably the most controversial athlete in the World Wrestling Federation today. Back in action here tonight. Shawn Michaels back in the saddle tonight, one-on-one with Mankind, right here in Biloxi, Mississippi. What are your thoughts, Sean, about meeting Mankind tonight? Well, first, let's recap what's gone on lately. The World Wrestling Federation asked Shawn Michaels to do a job at SummerSlam, and that was to referee a World Wrestling Federation title match. And I was told if I didn't do it fairly, I wouldn't be able to wrestle in the United States ever again. Well, the fact of the matter is, I had a job to do, and I did it. Now, if the World Wrestling Federation and the people that run it don't have the cojones to step up and take responsibility for what happened 
and they want to throw all this in the lap of the heartbreak kid. Well, believe me, the heartbreak kid has had plenty in his lap before. I do think it was Shawn Michaels who asked to be the guest referee. Well, he's definitely so referring to like you. This. Either you're with me or you're against me. Take your pick, take your sides, because it's cool with me. Now, this match with mankind, I had to find out while I was sitting at home watching superstars because the man that runs the World Wrestling Federation doesn't have the guts to call me over the phone. Do you like a man, you Nimrod? Well, Looking at this. That's why I'm not doing it. You the think I cussed you last week? You ain't seen nothing yet. Get this up here. Mankind, you. Lovely Shauna's gay chant. What do they say, McMahon? What? Why don't you ask your sister and your mama how gay Sean is? Hey! You would never hear this today. Mankind, I'll see you in a few. Undertaker, I want to invite you out of the goodness of my heart to watch me smack around the guy that beats you up. I.e., he beat you, I beat him, I can beat you. It's a little UFC booking logic. Now, let's move on. Scroll, scroll, scroll. The World Wrestling Federation and its officials have now put Shawn Michaels, HBK, the initial outlaw of the World Wrestling Federation, on their private hit list. And they've got their new commissioner, Sergeant Slaughter calling the shots. Well, Slaughter, if you think that you are going to stick that big, huge, enormous shit in my business, you got another thing coming because nobody steals my spotlight. I want it all. Oh, that's right. Sean pointing at the the group of fans. Training, Wait a minute. Uh, gay, uh, here but, comes yeah. Uh, yeah. the new commissioner of the World Wrestling Federation. He's not needed out here now. What an impact last week, Commissioner Slaughter. Gonna come out here and throw his chin around. And Shawn Michaels taking exception to some of the comments about ringside. And now here comes Commissioner Slaughter. I'm not gonna do any chin ups for you. So you also <laughs> forget it. <laughs> Oh, Shawn Michaels, I've been back listening to what you had to say. And you're right. The last thing you want tonight is to have Commissioner Slaughter come out here and put this big jaw in your business. But I am. I am going to put my jaw in your business. You think my actions as the Commissioner of the World Wrestling Federation Make me want to be in the spotlight. Your spotlight. Sean just wiped his face. Sean Michaels, I've been in so many Foreshadowing spotlights. Spit. You wouldn't know how to count how many there were. A spit bit. But listen up. 
Because I want to say this loud and clear, and I only want to say it once. Because I don't like to repeat myself. If you think that Sergeant Slaughter, the Commission of the World Wrestling Federation, is here to play games, you're wrong. Anything I do, anything I say, any decisions I make are for the betterment, strictly Showing for the World again, Wrestling Federation, not Shawn Michaels. You'd think he'd hit him with a chair after getting spit on that match. With mankind, I think it's time for you to put up. I think it's time for you to shut up. And I think it's time for you to do something about it. Have I made myself clear? Like a windshield with no windshield wipers, you are crystal clear, Commissioner Gordon. Nick now, Slaughter, whatever your name Commissioner is, Gordon. nobody talks to the heartbreak kid that way, and you want me to do something about it? Oh, oh, you, you better believe I'm going to do something about it. I know all of you are after me, so, like always, I'm thinking ahead. You see where I'm going? And the heartbreak kid, once again, feels that his life is in danger, thus, requiring a small, well, maybe not so small, a big insurance policy. And I think, as you know by my past, I deliver better than the mailman, and sure as hell a lot better than UPS. So Slaughter, don't you worry about it. I got an insurance policy, and tonight, mankind, there is gonna be some sweet chin music no pun intended, Sarge. In the air tonight, and there isn't anything anybody can do about it. And that's it for now. Well, no Sean Michaels. He is a fresh young man. No doubt about that. He is, let us face it, an arrogant young man. Damn man. And you hate it, don't you? You can't stand it Sean, right there. Yeah, he's, um... Fired up, man. Official heel turn, I'd say. Definitely um, turning on the crowd here and uh, just not afraid to say anything. You know, like he he knows he's got Vince in his pocket. Um, More so, the crowd. Yeah. Telling him he's gay. Yeah. Um, all right. Up next, we're going to have the fans' prediction for Sean and Mankind. This is kind of cool. I like the fans' prediction the the excitement of yeah. in the arena or beforehand they should do this more yeah i would i would like to see it yeah rather than posting tweets exactly i don't want to see fucking shasha banks fan one saying that was so bad yeah yeah you gotta they gotta be selective with it because you you remember tout right oh vaguely uh, when yeah. was this so this was like i want to say maybe 2010 to 2012 somewhere i kind of caught back on 2009 yeah yeah so tout was like this um social media uh platform that they invested five million dollars in so they promoted the hell out of it um and it was just like basically like twitter but it would just be like it's kind of like vine but it was weird so anyway but they would people would like 
record these short like 10 to 30 second videos of themselves and send them in and they would actually play like five minutes of them on raw and man if you go on youtube there are some groaners of like fans like marks yeah like marks who are just like over the top with it like just let me tell you what I really think about John Cena. Jeez, yeah, great. Like that type of stuff. So I would like to see, like, I, I think it would be cool if they did it at the venue um, with fans who are there and stuff. Like, I think I think that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. I'm jotting down, side note, not to watch those. Tout. Yeah. <laughs> Tout it out. Uh, LOD are backstage and they're whipping a garbage bin prepping up for this match. Just it's normal Standard LOD training, stuff. yeah. That's what they teach you in Vern Gagne's camp. Hawk is probably lit as hell right now. Uh, we have that country whipping match. That's the LOD against the Godwins coming up next. But yeah. Owen and Davey are out, and they're going to join us for commentary. And they're arguing about who should beat up the Patriot tonight and get Brett's jollies off. Um, the object of this match is the first team to whip the opponents out of the ring wins. Uh, it's pretty stupid. Phineas and Animal stay out on the floor while Hawk and Henry take turns choking and whipping each other with the leather strap. Um, when it looks like it's about to be over, Phineas whacks Animal with the slop bucket in the head. And he goes to the ring. And then Animal winds up saving Hawk in a double team attack. And they knock down the Godwins out of the ring for the win. And it's 3 minutes 50 seconds. This match makes no sense. I don't yeah. Know. It's like, yeah. It's convoluted and gross they just don't these guys don't want to put each other over clean in any way and they don't want to they're just having schmas finishes and yeah it's terrible uh then we have sergeant slaughter outside pillman's door again telling him to wear the dress again (laughs) second week in a row now up next we got scott putzky versus tony williams yeah great nothing match son of polish power Ivan Putski. Yeah. Uh, Goldust and Marlena, they head down, uh, and they're going to show us something on the Titan Tron. Um, and it's the hidden camera footage of Brian Pillman getting dressed in the dressing room. And this takes over most of the screen with the picture in picture, and the match is like a quarter of an inch. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Um, it kind of looked like the GTV position it did yeah you know yeah so maybe if we ever find out who did gtv we can i think it was supposed to be gold dust you think so I gold mean, tv that would make that would make a lot of sense it's weird um so this putzky wins with the polish hammer three minutes nothing slaughter comes out and he takes gold dust and marlena backstage after they show this because he's like you know trying to take control trying to Control the inmates, basically. Uh, we're 30 minutes in. Undertaker cuts a promo on Sean saying, at ground zero, he will rest in peace. Dearly beloved. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Yeah. Uh, then they cut to Brian Pillman's boots uh, with the dress hanging down. And it's a quick cut. It's him walking out of the dressing room. And then they cut to commercial. Nice little scene. Why don't they do stuff like this more? It's like yeah. quick. You know, to the point. It's like a TV show, you know? Exactly. Coming back, and we have Flash Funk coming out. All right. Oh, Flash. I liked Flash Funk. Yeah. Huge, huge uh, Flash Funk fan. 
Yeah, and he's coming out and they go to an interview of uh, Dustin Rhodes advertising the Raw magazine talking about Dusty and living in the shadow. Yeah. This is the first time I realized that that was his son when yeah. I saw this episode. I, yeah, me too. I never, uh, was never able to put that together because, you know, we were kids and, like, if they don't acknowledge it directly um, on the television show, you just, you don't know. Or, like, you know, sometimes, right. sometimes I would get, like, tidbits here and there from, like, my stepdad or my uncle, but yeah. You know, and like, I, I got like tidbits too from other, you know, like classmates and stuff. And, yeah. And half but, of that was bullshit. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know, the ultimate warrior is dead, right? Well, I was going to say, yeah. Isn't he? Well, okay. Sorry. <laughs> in the, in the nineties. Um, so flash funk is out. I was a big fan of flash funk. Um, they go to an interview with the Dustin Rhodes, Like I said, uh, Brian Pillman comes out now and Jr. says with the dress issues, we're pushing him over the edge. It's kind of creepy in a way. A little eerie. Think about it. Yeah. Cause Brian will, uh, not be with us too much longer after this. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty creepy. Um, Jr. says that this is a bit extreme and King knows all about extreme. And he's going to know about it this Sunday and they're advertising for ECW. Yeah. Wow. They're they're naming Sabu, uh, Tommy Dreamer, yeah. all these people. Saying on pay per view at nine o'clock on Sunday, directly promoting the show. It's yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. They go backstage with another picture in picture and Slaughter decides the tag match, British Bulldog and Owen Hart. They're gonna go against Patriot and a partner of his choosing. And Vince says, well, who's it going to be? He's like, well, that's that's up to him. We're going to find out before the match. So it's keeping you hanging on who's to WWE. Who's it going to be? And King says, I think this power thing has gone to his chin. <laughs> Love it. Good line. Yeah. Uh, to start a comeback, Flash Funk hits Pillman with the trouble in paradise, dude. That's right. Um, then we get a moonsault by Funk, and he gets hit. With the knees, uh, Pillman drops Funk with the DDT. Goldust and Marlena are on the ramp again. And then they showed that peep video earlier that we got. And naturally, you know, what happens when somebody's on the ramp and you're in the middle of a match, very important match, what do you do? Uh, you get pinned. Yeah. You turn all your focus yeah. away from what you're doing. You're not even wrestling anymore. No. Yeah. Yeah, I got to watch this. I got to see what's going on. And in complete, you know, (laughs) prone position. I I would love to see that, like, subverted, you know, where, like, somebody, they try to do the the classic distraction and it just doesn't work at all. Like, and because whoever's in the ring is just laser focused. It would work for a certain type of uh, character. I'm not sure who, but um, it'd be funny to see. Oh, that's good booking, though. Like, the person is like, so trying intent on getting the other person's attention to kind of make them fail that they're not, but then they like end up having to be physical in the match yeah. and they hit the other person and then the guy still gets the win, yeah. you know, type deal. And they're like, fuck. Yeah. You know? Back to the drawing board. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, enough fantasy booking. Um, Pillman gets pinned three minutes. Sweet. Commercial and do love is next. And they got this Discovery Zone ad, and Vince is reading the Discovery Zone ad. It's so weird for me to hear that now. 
Um, they talk about the career-ending injury to Austin. It's going to be career-ending. And it's basically a whole video package of Steve Austin and Owen Hart over the last couple of days. Then we get Dude Love. And Vince is in the ring with him, interviewing him. And they got a fatal four-way coming up at Ground Zero. It's the Godwins, the LOD, Owen Hart, and British Bulldog. Wow. He says, none of them are very hip. And he's switching over to Mankind and Shawn Michaels. He's kind of talking about the other personality of uh, Shawn Michaels. I mean, himself. You know, Mick Foley has these personalities. Um, And into the match. uh, No. And he says, once Mankind gets the mandible claw on Shawn, the party is over. And then Shawn is on the Titan Tron. And he has a a rebuttal, and he calls both men in the ring Nimrods. Yeah, that's his new word. He, yeah, he dropped it on Vince earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's everybody's a Nimrod. Again, really uh, plays into the whole Angry Dad uh, style. He's he's been sporting the past couple weeks. Uh, Don't so, be a Nimrod. Yeah, give me another beer. Sweet chin music is coming, mankind's way, you idiot. Um, yeah. So have mercy. All right. We're going to see it in two different, uh, plants again. Join dude love for some dancing and then they jive off. Yeah. Uh, time to enter the war zone again. Woo. New show. Yeah. New show. Different ratings. Same hosts. Same people. Owen Hart, Davy Boy Smith against the Patriot and... Shamrock's theme hits. Nice. He's back. Sweet. Shamrock and Bulldog have that ongoing feud. And Bulldog is pissed. And there's a nice little start off between Shamrock and Owen in the ring. And um, tag to the Patriot. And Bret Hart appears on the ramp. And we go to a commercial. And then we come back. Shamrock is still being dominated by the former champs. Um Shamrock lands a crossbody, and then we get a hot tag to the Patriot. Woo! And he does the Uncle Slam onto Bulldog, and the ref turns around and counts the one, two, three. Sweet. Yeah. Fun little match. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing too too astounding, but I mean, uh, four guys who can go in the ring, and I just love... <clears throat> loved Owen and Davey so much uh, as a team. They had such great chemistry. So this, this was a good one. It's good to see them instead of them in there with like the likes of the Patriot Shamrock versus, you know, LOD, which we'll see next week yeah. and uh, the Godwins and some other, you know, lower points of the tag division. Yeah. Um, I feel like honestly, like the crowd picks up on the Patriot really quick here and i think i did too as a kid they put him over it just shows how quickly a guy can get over just coming in within like two or three weeks yeah he's hot and you put him over that way he's in the right angle yeah which this is perfect for him yeah a couple promos that he's cut and then he's gotten some good victories yeah it's good and he's got a hell of an adversary (laughs) so that works as well yeah then we get a video package highlighting how well-received Bret Hart was at regaining the title and uh, in Canada. 
looks at hundreds of people swarming around him at the Toronto airport, and he's happy to be back in his homeland. Yeah. Sweet. Um, I think the Flames just won the Stanley Cup. Well, maybe he wouldn't have gotten that reception in Toronto. But, uh, yeah, they, they the really Blue Jays win the World Series. Yeah, Joe Carter. Um, yeah, they they really play up his uh, his reception and all the news covers that they got off of it. Yep. Uh, once that's over, we catch up with Sean, and he's talking to somebody backstage, and they get a glimpse of the mystery man's face. Who's going to be? Who's going to be? The insurance be. policy. Yeah, Sean yells at him, get away. Um, when we come back, Patriot is cutting a promo on Britt. Right before that, he can get it over with. Hitman hits him with a chair from behind and a bunch of punches. Stomps the hell out of yeah. him. Refs and the agents come out and separate them. Yeah. What's funny about this promo is it kind of starts cold because Sable's in the ring, right? <laughs> Sable's in the ring, and then the next thing you know, Patriot's just out there belligerent, grabbing a mic. And like the first thing he says is, uh, I could take any man one-on-one. And I'm like... Okay, you just interrupted Sable to you know talk about how you can beat anybody. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it, it turns out being a, a nice little brawl with him and Brett. But yeah, uh, yeah just kind of a, a funny awkward beginning to it. All right, next up, big one here: Farouk versus James. Yes, yeah, and all the members of their uh, their respective gangs are not allowed out. They're banned from ringside. Thanks to Commissioner Slaughter. Ahmed is conspicuous by his absence. And this match is stupid, in my opinion. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But uh, Rocky Maivia makes his return. He's out with loafers. The referee's down. Um, he's acting all goody-goody. And uh, then he just grabs chains and rock bottom. Yeah. Whoa. Then we get the, he wakes the ref up and we get the one, two, three, Farouk wins. And we get him and Farouk kind of like, huh, like what's going on? And then Farouk does the sign and Rock does it with him. Yeah. The Rock. Rocky Maivia turning. Turning heel. The loafers should have given it away. Forgot. <laughs> Rock down with a right, white and red striped polo shirt tucked <laughs> into like white khakis with a leather belt yeah and then brown leather loafers with no socks what the fuck <laughs> is going on in 97 <laughs> it's like him and sean were like competing for that style or something yeah hey you're not more relaxed than me no 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 i'm going boating like no i'm going golfing like paul uh triple h pulled uh hbk aside in the locker room and be like hey did you see Dwayne's loafers like he's trying to trying to scoop your loafer heat. <laughs> After the break, we get Rocky, and he's meeting up with Farouk and the other nation members. And then they kick the cameraman out of the locker room, and the DOA shut up show up outside of the door, and we get a bunch of yelling and yada yada yada. And this is what we were talking about earlier. Sable heads out to introduce the next match, and this is the leather boobs. Uh, and she's interrupted by the Patriot. Okay, yeah. So I was I was off by a by a segment. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, and he, like he said, he's just like, "I'm ready to fight any man, any man, one on one." Yep. And Brett 
obliges. Unfortunately, he corners himself off the wrong side of the ramp and the Hart Foundation come down and they all beat him in the ring and drape the Canadian flag over him. Beautiful scene. Perfect. Yes. And then, uh, before we take a break, Mankind says that he hopes Sean's imper- insurance policy is life insurance because tonight Sean is going to swallow his own liver. <laughs> Classic Mankind. Thank you, Mankind. So good. And guess who's coming soon? Brockus? Yes. Brockus. And what is he from again? What's that faction? Oh, the uh, the uh, f- failed foreign heels for yes. fuck's sake. FFHFFS. It sounds like a mouthful, but it's going to look awesome on a t-shirt. All right. The main event, Shawn Michaels versus Mankind. Love this match. Very good match. Nice. I mean, just from Shawn not being around since King of the Ring, dude, this is great for him to come back yeah. to. Yeah, it makes it feel like a big main event, which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, ring rust has never been an issue for, for Sean. You look at it throughout his entire career um, to the point where he took years off and came back and was still at the top of his game. Like, he can always – he's always been able to just pick it, pick back up. Yep. Um, and him and Mankind just have – you know, it's short because it's on it's on Raw, but it's just a hell, hell of a – uh, little brawl that they have and it 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 feels like they just picked right off picked right up where they left off at uh mind games round two yeah exactly yeah that's really yeah. great the table in this match just will not break no not as this yeah no. there's there's sean um you know suplexes uh mankind on it twice he does the dive uh his dive off of the uh you know his elbow onto the table gets all table <laughs> All table and uh, doesn't break at all, but yeah, just uh, it's, it's a good match. Go, this is one that's worth going out of your way yeah. to, to go rewatch. And because of the inception of what goes on right here, yeah, um, it's, an, it's an historic moment. But before we get to that, like you said, um, touching on Shawn Michaels disappearing for a little bit and coming back, interesting little tidbit Daniel Bryan talking about it on uh, or Brian Danielson, who was trained by Shawn Michaels talking about it on stone cold's podcast that basically um sean would come in and do a couple like training sessions with them and do like some bumps and stuff and then he'd get frustrated seeing a guy not do it right and he would do it and get all fired up and run through like a drop down toe hold hip toss all this shit and then all of a sudden sean michael's mom would come out and have to yell and call (laughs) him by his full name michael hickenbottom michael hickenbottom and Are you taking he, bumps? Yeah, and then he'd have to stop. But yeah, like, like that goes to show, like he's just got it in yeah. him. He no can bumps, just fire it up. No bumps of any kind, young man. <laughs> or the <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So in this match, great. You got to watch it. Like you said, round two. Sean tunes up the band. Mankind ducks it. Sweet chin music. Then we get that suplex near the table. Um, won't break. Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, and China are coming out to the ring. Wow. Then we get a commercial. Then when we come back, Shawn Michaels pulls off Mankind's mask, and he acts like he's going to eat it, some weird shit that he's doing. (laughs) Uh, Mankind fights off the sleeper, beats Shawn into the corner to set up for the running knee, and he pulls some of his hair out of his head. Rick Rude comes down. The man himself. 
I've yeah. been on WWF television since 91, I believe. Yeah. Maybe 90. 91, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he was in WCW from there, New Japan Wrestling, uh, ECW as well. Uh, this was a tidbit where he slid over from the ECW when he signed with WCW and after he breached his contract with WCW, I'm sorry, and then left for ECW. And because of the working agreement between ECW and WWF, he was able to get picked up by the WWF. But he is the only man so far to appear on all episodes of ECW, WWF, and WCW in one week. It's incredible. Yeah. He was everywhere, man. Uh, JR assumes Rick Rude is the insurance policy, and he's not wrong. Um, (laughs) Mankind hits the double arm DDT. One, two, no. China has the ref. Triple H trips, trips, trips up mankind with the chair shot. Trip, trip. And he gets hit with a chair shot from Rick Rude. <sighs> Cracks this, the. F- Go ahead. It's 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 a bad one. It's it's pretty disgusting. Rude just puts everything into it, and it's just right off of the top of the old dome. Um, I would put this one up there with. You know, one of the any one of the several that he ends up taking in his I Quit match with The Rock, um, just square on top of the head. It's 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 a bad one. It gives you a bad feeling when you watch it. Yeah. Uh, right after that, straight into some sweet chin music. One, two, three, eight minutes forty two seconds, and Shawn Michaels is over, and we get the beginnings of this group or this this alliance this alliance between triple h china and rick rude and before i spoke about sean michaels kind of needs a a counterweight or an anchor to kind of hold him down in this time where he's getting really out of hand and i think this guy paul triple h he's gonna stick around and do that for him yeah yeah uh they've been running the roads together since pretty much since uh hunter uh, first arrived in the wwf so yeah yeah so uh it'll be interesting to see uh how how this group pans out might make a little bit of money might maybe who knows um next raw what what do you think about that raw before we move on a pretty solid show. I mean, the the tag match uh, with Owen and Davey against um, against Shamrock and Patriot is good, and the main event is stellar. Um, and some some good promos here and there throughout. So I mean, as far as you know, week to week as we've been watching these, this is this is a standout episode for me for sure. Agreed. Um, I like this one because because the the foundation of the Rock. Yeah, and then. We get the foundation for what we'll see coming up with uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and China, and yeah. Rick Rude, and uh, building all this tension for Bret Hart being the champion still. Yeah. Number one guy. But uh, what the hell is going to happen with Austin? I don't know. Find how, out. How long? Yeah. So we have all these elements at hand and all these gears moving towards this attitude origin of attitude um and i think we're gonna take a break right here i know we said we were gonna uh, catch up to do the last raw that we're on but i think it's better to break this one down and group it with the friday night main events that are coming up 
Uh, Raw takes a hiatus, and then we have Friday night main events come up for two weeks. And there's not really too much footage out there. There's a couple of matches and a couple details, so that'll be a shorter episode. So we're going to consolidate that with the Raw episode that's coming up next week for August 18th. Yep, 223. Uh, yep, episode 223 of Raw. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys next week, but um, stick around. Keep keep grinding with us. Yeah, check us out. Uh... Uh, hit up our uh, Facebook page, Retromania, W-R-E-T-R-O Mania uh, on, on Facebook. Uh, it's good, good place. We, we're going to try to uh, expand it a little bit, try to get some more discussion going, and we'll uh, keep you updated on the episodes as they uh, come out, as we record them. Yeah, listen, like, share, please rev- rate, review, subscribe, yeah. anything to help us out to get more fan interaction we still haven't heard from anybody we want to talk to you guys i want to talk to you guys yeah come on yeah we did have somebody uh create a dungeons and dragons character wow based on our podcast so that was cool well uh i'll have to double check who that was yeah i think brett hart and inspired yeah we'll have to look at that yeah but uh i have gotten some um nice feedback from some people as far as just likes yeah, so that's about it. That's that's uh, always good. No, no words yet, yeah. but we'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we'll break the ice. Definitely. Um, catch back us up with us next week. We're gonna post that episode two twenty three in the Friday night main events, and then we'll be all caught up in getting ready for Ground Zero. Ground Zero. Scary. September seventh, eleven, seven Seventh. Seventh. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, see you guys. (laughs) Check you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Trust me, I've had plenty in my lap. Yeah, and then the shit with the gay. Yeah. (laughs) Ask your mama and your sister. Good stuff. Get into it.